Guys, welcome back to another episode of the TO Show. Um, again, appreciate everyone's support last episode. Um, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe, but we got a very special guest this week. We got um, a podcaster, a podcaster, a little, little collab session here this week, which is awesome, man. Um, what, I, what I like what these guys are doing, um, how I love like listening to their stuff. They got a lot of fun, different kind of things that um, they like to do. It's very, it's very, uh, it's about everything, man. Everything you can think of, man. I got the, we got the running the world podcast guys. We got Alex Shelton and John, John, Yule. <laughs> there we go. John, Yule, sorry. It's so weird. Um, thanks guys for coming on the show. I really appreciate you guys coming on. It's, it's an honor to be here. How are you guys doing today? Good. Yeah, dude, yeah. We're, doing, we're doing well. Glad to be here. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to have you guys on. So you guys, you guys started up your podcast podcast here relatively relatively soon like around when i started mine up so what what made you guys want to start up your running the world podcast so we started like a year ago we started before covid um and we started in january and then like covid hit in march so we start we put out a couple episodes i think we got what four we got five or six i want to say uh, i think it was five seven was like the magic number if you get your podcast past seven that's when you're like pretty set anything if you don't reach seven episodes that's when majority of them fail so we knew we needed to get to that seven mile milestone and COVID hit and spring break hit so we had a week off and then we came back and then we got sent home for COVID so we didn't do anything virtually we were just gonna we just kind of put it away and we're like all right we'll get to it when we can we'll try to do a couple of zooms we never got around to it and then we got back in the fall and we still never got around to it and then we came back for the second semester and we're like we need to get this thing back up and going so here well, we are. We got it. We, we. I know, like over over winter break, I texted Alex and I was like, "Hey, like, what if we actually like put some money into the podcast and, you know, actually try to fire it back up?" And we kind of agreed on that, and then we got back in this semester and started firing it up again. That's awesome. So, what do you guys? What, I know just for the viewers, my viewers who don't know who you guys are, um, you guys are both on the uh, cross country team. Um, mm-hmm. What do you guys talk about on your guys' podcast? So our podcast literally anything we started it with kind of the vision of we wanted to get like entrepreneurs or people that are doing something like unique not just following the old go to college get a regular job waste away not do anything crazy like we're all about kind of some people that do something interesting get out go do this thing they don't take the traditional route and it's going to get them somewhere and then for a lot of our guests that we've had so far they're already a way ahead of their peers and they're just going to continue to be, we kind of get them before they blow up. And then when they blow up, we're like, yep, we had them on the podcast. So <laughs> maybe it's like a good luck thing. Like a, maybe yeah. it's a good luck thing for you. Like, it's like, Oh, you got to come on the podcast to, you know, start off your entrepreneurial spirit and kind of blow up after that. Yeah. So one of our first guests we had on, um, he was on the Ellen show as a kid. And so we had him come on and talk about that and stuff. And um, he was the president of his fraternity and it was right around rushing season. So we were like, Hey, we'll let you come on and talk about like the rushing process. Cause I feel like that's a lot of something a lot of people were interested in. And I feel like unless you like, if the more you know about it, the more you'll be willing to like look at it at least like you have the option. If it's, if you don't know about it, you're not going to think about it. But so after he came on, then um, Erie apparel, which is a local brand, they asked him the model and he said, everything's been on the come up since he went on the podcast. So we, we've been telling people it's good luck to come on. That's awesome. That's awesome stuff. So you guys, you guys are both on the cross country team and, and you guys are starting up this podcast and, and really beside, outside of just kind of getting in the entrepreneurial spirit, was there any like one specific 
time you guys had where it's like, man, what, why not just start up a podcast or something like that? Is there, is there any specific moment? And, and why did you guys decide to do it together? Um, I think, I don't, I can't recall like a specific moment where we were like, we need to start a podcast, but it was something that we kind of, I mean, I know I watched a lot of podcasts and so did he, and we figured it was like, you know, something easy we could do and uh, it wouldn't require a lot of money or time or, or any of that, but we were very wrong at the beginning. I don't know <laughs> if anybody's watched our first videos. We were, we'd set up shop in the library with an iPhone and we just set an iPhone on a tripod and record and we didn't have any microphones at that time. So, um, we had a microphone when we started. Did we? Yeah, we had the one. Yeah. But now we're on yeah. the bigger and better things. We're in the studio. We got, we got a lot more going for us. We, we, we advanced from the library to our attic of our house that we live in this year. We created into a studio, and now we're in an actual production studio. Sweet. How did you guys – so you guys are in a production studio. How, how did that work out? How did you guys get into – like, did you – how did that happen? So I started an internship with a grad student who ran for cross country for Gannon. One of our guests, actually. One of our he guests. Episode yeah. four, I think. Yeah. So um, I started an internship with him. He has a digital uh, marketing and media uh, business. And he uh, took me to this place. It's called Radius Cowork um, in downtown Erie. And it's kind of just like a co-work place where you sign up. It's like a monthly fee and you can come up to the office and um, you can use anything. And they just... Um, right before COVID, they put in a podcast studio. Uh, well, it wasn't specifically for podcasts, but it was kind of like a studio where you could come and shoot and it's like a nice designated area. And when I started this internship, um, he was like, yo, I want to start a podcast for the business and, and whatnot. And he was like, you can also use the studio for personal use too. So we've just been coming up here the past two episodes and um, yeah, we kind of get to use all this equipment. We didn't pay for any of it, but uh, yeah. That's that's nice to have a kind of like high tech and you'll know, see so you got the sound kind of um, thing. So a nice sound quality and stuff like that. I still I'm I'm recording out of my dorm room, which is kind of funny and just kind of just just kind of doing it how I, how I do it. You know, I just kind of just got the equipment. I did some bunch of research and it just kind of just happened, you know, and next, next, uh, I think I hear in about two months, not even, um, I'll have my own podcast in the, in my house. I'll have like my own podcasting studio, which I could room just des de dedicated to that, which would be pretty cool. I'll have to do a video and show everyone, um, how, how it's going to look, but, um, it's, it's going to be pretty sweet. Absolutely. That's the cool thing that I think is so special about podcast is it's not like a website. It's not like a thing that has a form and it has to be like this and you expect these features. Like a podcast is whatever you want it to be. It can be whatever topic you want, like, and you can craft it towards either what you want to talk about or what people want to hear or both. You find that middle ground and depending on your expertise or what, who you're friends with and like who you have access to, you kind of make it around whatever you want it to be. And it just, where it starts and where it ends are two completely different things, but the path along there is fun to watch. And that's one thing I really enjoy about the podcast process so far. I was just saying, it's, it's nice to look back and be like, wow, we were sitting in the Gannon university library, <laughs> like recording on an iPhone. And like, now we have like all these Studio. like studios, lights, sound, everything. So yeah. it's kind of cool to watch it grow. That is pretty sweet. I think it's also fun to watch it. Cause like, I have no journalism background or anything like that or any kind of background. I don't know anybody who started a podcast or anything like that really before I started. So kind of just like the first couple episodes, like 
kind of figuring out how does this work and like how how do I how do I edit this or figuring out doing all the bunch of research figuring out all right what's the best thing to do like for each little spot here for the budget I have or whatever it is um, I think it's it's really sweet but I always what I also love about the podcast is just networking like being able to talk to you guys or other people and get to hear different stories you know you guys uh you guys uh have a podcast um already which is which is awesome but you know if you guys didn't have that you know being able to use some sort of platform to get your voice out because you guys probably on the cross-country team you guys probably don't get the coverage that you know the football team there or the basketball team or even the baseball team might get um for you guys but i think that's super important what you guys are doing is great because you know your voice needs to be heard. And I think, you know, whether it's cool or stupid or what, whatever it is, like, I think it's important for everybody to um, know that you have a voice and, and you're, you're an individual person, which I think is important and, and letting your voice, you know, know and let people hear it. Yeah. That's the cool thing about our podcast. I think is we have, like, we're not set, we're not pigeonholed in, into like a certain group of who we can have on. Like, our first episodes were our buddies and people that have been on our team and people that are like where we will be in a couple of years. Like they're just graduating college and they're getting into those jobs. And they kind of talked about how to get in that, how that process went for them, like to prepare you for the future. And like a couple episodes ago, we had a girl that's trying to be on the cover of Maxim. Like we just have a whole wide variety of people that are just trying to do some crazy stuff. And that that's something I think is really cool, especially because like that doesn't limit what we can talk about and that we're pretty open as far as that. Yeah. I think, I think being able to network with different people and learn their stories, what I find so fascinating, like I've had a bunch of people here at LSU Albany where I've never met them in my entire life, but they came on the podcast and we had a great conversation. I got to learn their story as long as the viewers got to learn who they are and their story. Um, and I think that's, that's super cool to be able to hear different people and like, what they went through to get to their point they're at and their stances on maybe a couple topics on a couple things. And I think it's just cool to hear different perspectives and how different people got to the place where they got to be today. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, you guys got, um, you got, you guys are at Gannon uh, University, which anybody who's not familiar familiar with is in uh, Erie, Pennsylvania. It's a pretty good uh, uh, private school there. So what are you guys majoring in uh, and what are you guys looking to do? I know you guys are relatively uh, still underclassmen and stuff. What are you guys looking to do prior to uh, graduating um, um, at Gannon? Okay, so we're both sophomores, like you said, on the cross country team. Um, I am a bio pre-med major might add a philosophy major but probably not i started on that track and i was like this is too much like i enjoy learning about it but not enough to get a major john um so i'm a business management entrepreneurship major so i'm double majoring so i anticipate to be uh, um you know be doing something along the lines of what we're currently doing in like the digital space um i just took that internship uh with uh marketing even though i'm not a marketing major but i figured i'd try it uh so i'd say definitely for me um something in like the digital space for me obviously post is i want to go to med school and then i think i want to be a sports doc just because i've been around athletes my whole life and that's kind of who i can easily relate to and i feel like better serve i think that's that's so true it's just a lot of work man it's tough it's not not easy i mean whatever you're doing so john you talked about the digital digital space can you be a little bit more specific because i'm interested i'm a I'm looking into the digital marketing space and stuff like that. What are you looking to do uh, in the digital space? Um, 
Well, digital marketing is actually really cool. So since you're um, kind of looking at that, I could talk about it a little bit just because the couple of weeks I've been uh, doing the internship. Um, it's cool because you're able to create like literal like content, like you're able to shoot videos, shoot photos for, for people's business. And that's what they're paying you to do. So if you really like doing camera work, you like editing and all that stuff, like I'd say it's really for you. I didn't necessarily think I was going to like it as much as I do. I haven't really got to go out um, into the field much, but just like looking at um, the content that the guy who hired me is, is creating, it's, it's unbelievable what he's doing uh, with, with just a drone and a camera. Um, so I think that's really cool and potentially something I would definitely want to um, get into. Yeah, I think a little bit me on the other side is more of like the analytical part or like the Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, even stuff like that. Um, that what drives me on the digital side is not necessarily the content and creating it, which what I honestly what I do, because, you know, like my last the last couple episode, really, I was just I made a golf video, like just for fun, just to see how I do. And it's clearly been perceived pretty well so far, which is awesome. Thank you guys for supporting that and, and getting in, into that. But like, I think like finding, like being able to analyze, uh, uh, learning the analytics and like whether it's like a web page or like Facebook or Facebook ads or Google ads and stuff like that. I find that super cool, which hopefully, you know, this name image likeness stuff coming out here in the next couple months, um, which would be pretty sweet because, you know, maybe eventually I can start actually making money off, off my podcast or different things. Um, which would be pretty sweet to be able to look at different ads and use, you know, promote things and different stuff, which would be, which would be really cool, which will help me kind of propel myself, hopefully being able to put that on my resume eventually someday to be able to say, oh man, I, I created my own business and did all these things and here's where I'm at. And this was, it'd be pretty sweet. It just sucks that as, as athletes, that there's different roles. If we weren't athletes, you know, we'd be able to do this, whatever we, you know, whatever we wanted, there'd be no rules and regulations. It just, hopefully this name image likeness stuff with NCA can come out sooner than later. Cause I'm really excited to experiment and, and try different things. Yeah, no, I definitely feel that. Um, I feel like right now for us, since we're still under the NCAA kind of umbrella and we, we can't really like promote much or even promote ourselves at all, or like our, our business, um, I feel like this time we have right now is like a, it's, we're in a building phase. So like building that um, platform, building like a fan base. So then once we are out of like the NCAA's claws, if you will, um, yep. can start actually like, you know, qualifying from um, making money off YouTube or, um, you know, selling shirts, do, doing all that stuff that, you know, we could do if we weren't, under the NCAA. And most most importantly for me, it's not even like forget making money. It's being able to like shout out the homies. Yeah. Like I want to be able to be like, hey, my buddy does this. Like when you're talking about Nick, I want to be like, Nick is awesome. He takes these awesome drone shots. This is his Instagram. Go look at his Instagram. He takes dope pictures. Like the fact that that is like one of the things that they kind of stay away from. Like I understand why, but it's just kind of it's just tough because it's something you just want to do. It's something natural. You always like, you want to show the homie some love, but something you just got to hold back. And you got, it's always something you think about. Like you just say something, especially for podcasting. Cause it's like a live and not, it's not necessarily live, but like it's more raw than you don't really cut it up that much. Like you're going to say something, but as you're talking, you have to like think about where you're going to take your point because you have to like steer clear of where the NCA doesn't want you to go. And those boundaries aren't even like really that well defined a lot of times. So you have to like really steer clear and, try to 
I'd agree. So, I agree. Like, so like when I started up, I didn't really know what the, I knew like the rules. Okay. I'm not promoting like, um, or anything like that. Um, but we were talking about like types of restaurants. Hey, what's some cool restaurants to like, go look at, like, like if you're in the Albany area or like what cool places on even on campus, like, all right, do you want to like, what are some go-to places that you like to go on campus to go eat? And like, you know, that was somewhat great, great boundary or and whatever. And so we were able, I had to figure, I had to shut some stuff down, edit some stuff out. And it was just like kind of interesting because it was just like, well, I wouldn't have never thought that this was something to do. And so it was just kind of like, oh, well, I got to take it down just to be precautionary. And then eventually when I got went over and talked to compliance and went over the guidelines, it was great to figure out, okay, here's what I can and cannot say and, and, and do whatever, which is, I think, which is great. Um, you guys talked a little bit about, you know, starting your podcast, whatever. Anybody who's starting up a podcast, what, what recommendations would you give them um, um, who might be thinking about one or just starting one up? I would say try, don't know everything. You don't need to know everything when you start out. You don't need to have everything figured out. It's a learning process. Like you're going to learn along the way. Anything you do, the thing about school, when you start school, you don't know everything. Like you need to be comfortable not knowing, I would say. Because like there were a lot of times where we would spend hours like looking stuff up that really didn't matter. You're not going to like as many Google searches as you're going to put in, they're really not going to help. You need to get in. You need, just need to get in front of the camera, sit down in front of the microphone, play around with it. Just do it over and over and over again until you figure it out because it's never, it, it does get easier, but you're not going to figure it out by like watching other people do it. You just need to get your hands in the ring and just get after it. And I would say like for the name image likeness stuff, I wouldn't wait around until they're like clear it up because people like us are going to have the upper hand on you. Like we've already been putting out, we'll have what 40, 50 episodes out by the time, like if that ever happens, like we'll be well ahead of you. We already have set up like, now you're going to start to try to come in, but we already have all these people that already listen to our stuff that are, we already have that captive audience. Why, why would they go towards you? You know what I mean? Not, not you, but like, you know what I mean? The people that are listening, which froze up. Are we frozen on your side? Yeah, you're frozen. <laughs> no, you're not frozen. We're frozen. Yeah, no, I can see my like frozen image on the screen right now. <laughs> So this is what I'm talking about. This is part of the process. You just learn about yep. You just got to be ready for random All right. Stuff. You're just learning. We're learning as we go, you know. It's all a learning, a learning process. It's all a learning curve. Um, you know, it's I, – I'd agree, Alex, 100% just not worrying about – oh, hang on here. Uh, you're good. He, I think he just reset the camera. You can keep talking. Yeah, like I said, it, I wouldn't worry about having so many – don't worry about, like, what – what other people are doing or I would just create content, create content that people like to hear. It's not about money. There you go. It's not about money. It's not about views. If you enjoy at the end of the day, if you enjoy creating content and you enjoy what you do, like honestly being able to talk to you guys and talk to all my guests, like I think this is my 10th episode. Um, just being able to talk to you guys and get to learn inf different information is just so cool. So fascinating. You know, I originally just started up a podcast because I was like, why not? Why not me? Like, let's just have a good time with it. Let's let's I want to get to know some people maybe that I do know that I don't know very well or and other people who I don't know at all. I get to know them relatively and I get to broadcast it. And it's it's just cool to being able to use this as a tool to be able to connect with people and warn their different stories, which 
um, I think it's so powerful. Yeah, no, and I wanted to go back to the advice thing, and maybe you can um, uh, take this advice. Um, so you said you were getting a new studio and, and whatnot. Um, I'm not sure what you used to record on, but for us, lighting is everything. You can get a super clean shot with an iPhone if you have the right lighting. I mean, if you have terrible lighting, then your shots can look terrible. You don't need to buy a $1,000 camera to have good lighting. Like we, you, we use an iPhone still to this day. We have two cameras and an iPhone. And I would say lighting definitely is 100% like half the video. Yep. And you don't have to, you don't have to go out and spend a bunch of money on, uh, on box lights. You can just smash, smash the TV in and put some paper towels over it and it makes a great box light. Hmm. Interesting. I bought, I bought, I did buy a, a little lighting kit um, from, from the little spot here, but it's not optimal just because of um, just the space that I'm dealing with. So it's just kind of more about creating content for people. And, you know, like the video quality will come at the end of the day. It'll, it'll eventually get better once I get put in that studio and I'll be able to just leave it there and not have to mess around with certain things each time. So it'll be, it'll be a lot better to see, um, see how that goes and it'll be it'll be fun and like i said at the end of the day you don't have to have a video you don't have to you can post stuff on youtube where you just have a picture or something your logo or whatever you don't need to have necessarily like you know a, a spend money on a video or box lights or whatever like a lot of people just have you know like a it's almost like a radio show so i think that's if you're looking into that just just literally just do that and if you don't feel comfortable on camera just start talking and, and see where it goes. Yeah. And like for us and like everyone says it between it, with, with your iPhone, your computer, with an iPad, wherever you have the software that's on there, we do everything through GarageBand for audio. Like that's a thing that comes right with your, comes right with your iPad or your, um, your Mac. Like we didn't buy anything. We don't do anything special with the audio. We just take the audio right from where we have it, phone, all these microphones, whatever, pop it right on to that. And it's good to go. And you don't need this these expensive studio. Well, there's a bunch of free webs we web things you can download as well. If you don't have a Mac or anything like oh, that, yeah. I have a Windows. I have a Windows, and so um, uh, being able to do you know, a PC and being able to do that, it's just there's a literally just type in free stuff, and there's like my software I use is free, and it was actually used in actually a couple movies people did actually, which is movies I never would have guessed, which are pretty cool. Um, and and there's a bunch of other pot, if you're just don't have a video and you have some sort of audio, there's a bunch of different audio things that to record and to edit and, and, and do stuff, which a lot more capacity than what I'm dealing with, because I'm not the tech wizard uh, at all. I'm kind of just going and doing it as I go and figuring it out and messing around with stuff, which it's just kind of fun. Yeah. And like we said, it's a, it's a learning process. You'll figure it out along the way there. We live in an age when you can find anything you need to know in a second, go on Google, you go on YouTube, you type in how to whatever. And like I said, you have to learn how to do it yourself. Watching it just on the screen isn't going to do it, but it'll get you a lot of the way there. You get on Google right now and you're like, how to do a podcast. I guarantee a bunch of these websites come up that all you have to do is plug a, plug a format in or plug your audio format into and it uploads it to everywhere. Cause I know we use a website just like that. And that's all we do. We just take our audio from um, the app that comes right on my computer, throw it on there and it distributes all of it for us. We don't do any of that work. So just a couple Google searches and you'll be, you're ready to go. Yeah. 
Exactly. And so, but you guys being uh, student athletes and dealing with academics and, and especially Alex, you dealing with uh, medical, the medical field and getting into that, how do you guys are able to balance time and doing this podcast and finding time to edit and do all these things? How are, how are you guys able to, it's probably a little bit easier with, uh, uh, you know, co-hosting instead of just having it as one, because if you're busy one week, the other one can do the other way and stuff like that. But how do you guys deal with uh, being able to time manage because that's such important as a student athlete. Oh, you go first. Um, I think personally for me, I do my best work when I'm busy. Um, so balancing running, schoolwork, podcasts, and that internship I've been doing for a couple of weeks, um, it's a lot. But you know, there's not a lot of time where I'm just like messing around. I kind of, I kind of just grind through all my work and, um, like for instance, I was up at four in the morning editing a podcast because it had to come out. Like it was our, it was our uh, Maxwell model guest and it had to come out. I didn't have an option. I just kind of, you know, put my head down and um, I had to grind through it and it finished four in the morning. But I, yeah, I would say I just do my best work when I'm busy and uh, stay busy. That's it. I would agree. And the biggest thing is, like, especially for, I feel like if it was by yourself, you'd be able to like, just kind of work on your own time. But for us, the biggest thing for when you're doing it together is you need to make a schedule. Like you need to figure it out beforehand when you're going to record, because we have, we try to put our episodes out on Thursdays. So we always have to figure out, all right, I work this day. He's doing his internship this day. What night can we get into the studio? When can we do this? We got to record because we need a day, day and a half to be able to chop up the audio, chop up the video, do everything, edit it so that it looks good. And it takes almost, what, it takes a whole day just for, or for it to render on YouTube. Yeah, it takes a good amount of time to. Yeah, so you just got to get ahead of it. But also, like he said, keeping busy. Like we, I do, I, I as well do my best work when I have a lot of my plate um, like between work and running. And like when, now that we don't have practice this whole week, I've just been, and we're only one other day, we're second day in. We, have, we don't have practice this week because we have finals next week. And we're just like, you can, the whole house is just dragging. My whole house is my teammate, my teammates, all um, my roommates as well. And they're, they're all just like, we're all lazy and we haven't done anything all week. We're just like hanging around. And I'm like, just seeing sides of them. I haven't seen in a long time because we've been practicing hard since the fall. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. How are you guys, how are you guys doing with uh, COVID and, and cross country? How are you guys com- doing well with and competing as well? Um, you know, getting everything kind of moved from the, the uh, fall to the spring. How are you guys able to adjust uh, with that at, at Gannett? So we found out the true reason why cross country is a fall sport this year, because <laughs> we all, almost all of our races, it was snowing and cold and it was miserable. I don't know if you got for ear fans. I don't know if you guys know anything about Erie, Pennsylvania. We get about 200 inches of snow a year. So when we came back, our our champion, our conference championships were in the middle of March. Well, you can't just show up and run a conference time. You can't just start training in March. You got to start training well before that. So by the time our seat, we had like a fall season. We just did a couple like inter squad scrimmages in the fall, and so we get, you get done with your semester in November. At the beginning of December. So we had to start training as soon as our, as soon as that semester was over to be ready because when we came back to school in January, we needed to be ready to run because we had conference in a couple months. So by the time we got around to that, we were trying to train on roads that the snow, the plows weren't hitting. We we're trying to run 
on days where it's just an absolute blizzard out. There's six inches of snow from the time we start running to the time we get back. We had to, we're running in shoes that have yak tracks on them because there's just that much snow and the plows aren't hitting it and it's just an absolute mess. So that's just something we're not used to dealing with in the fall. In the spring, we just kind of take it easy. We get our distance runs in. We don't have to worry about training as hard. But to get into that race shape, we had to find another gear that we've never had to hit before because normally we run either in the in the fall or in the spring, mm-hmm. like later in the spring, like now, now would be track season. So we wait till the snow would melt to really be able to train. But it, it was a bit of a disaster. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> the majority of the time I just didn't run because I just... <laughs> It was just hard to run outside. Like I'm, I'm from Ohio, so usually our our spring isn't terrible, but now coming up to Erie, Pennsylvania, and trying to run in January, and just complete ice. I, I just it's easier just to stay in bed and take a nap. <laughs> well, and the the big demoralizing thing for us was so when we when we the whole fall semester didn't snow. It always like almost always snows a little bit before Halloween. That's pretty much like the date around here. Halloween, you get your first snowfall. Well, it didn't snow at all that first um, that first semester, and we we left early. We started this. We started the semester really early. We went 15 weeks straight, and they got us out of there. So we were out of there like we when we left for Thanksgiving, we were done with school. So it didn't snow at all at that point. It didn't snow hardly at all in December and hardly at all in January until we got back. The day we got back, our first run, blizzard. It was snowing so hard, and we were like, "Are you kidding me?" Like I knew I, when we left and they hadn't snowed yet, I was like, you watch when we get back here in the, in the spring, we are going to have so much snow to deal with. And our coach is like, no, we'll be all right. We were not all right. We had so much snow to deal with and they were only plowing like one main road. So we had to run the same route every day. It was the same old, same old. It was getting so boring. It, I was glad once the snow melted. I bet. I bet that's, that's really tough to be able to, especially an outside sport, like a little bit with us is, having like around zero degrees like practicing outside or like just having a couple inches on the field like having to get practice canceled because of it's unsafe to really practice on a bunch of snow and doing whatever even though they can plow the field is still coming down really hard it's not quite the amount that Erie has um <laughs> with the lake effect snow which is kind of crazy but um yeah it's, it's, it's definitely all the spring sports out there, I feel for them because it's kind of the worst time to have your sport unless you're playing basketball or volleyball or an indoor sport, uh, like all the baseball, softball, track people. Honestly, it's like God bless you guys because being able to kind of constantly be on the move and, and be able to change on the fly just like that because the weather can be so different in the Northeast is, is really tough. Well, and then like to deal with COVID, like all the COVID guidelines and getting tested and getting races canceled here and there, like that made for a disaster of a season as well. And like anytime you get in close contact, you're shut down for three days until you really get results back and everyone gets tested. So you really don't know what's going on. And like there'd be times when one kid on our team would have a would have a or have a positive result and no one would know where it came from. Did it come from class? Did they go somewhere? Like what where did that come from? So the whole team shut down. So there were like a couple of weeks where we would just get shut down for no reason and we weren't able to train, which that also put a big damper on things. Yeah, it put a big damper on our team. Uh in the fall we weren't able to really do any uh anything at all to be honest because just because of covid uh there's a bunch of spikes in the whole school and so it was like they just shut everything down pretty much and sent us home for the most part which is unfortunate 
but uh, you guys alluded to it. So John, you're from Ohio, Alex, you're a local kid, but you guys, what, what made you guys decide to go to Gannon and, and decide to run cross country? What, what's a little bit about your, what's your guys' story? Um, well, I knew I always wanted to run in college. I, not running was never an option for me, really. All the schools I looked at, I was you know, looking to run. Um, Cause I always felt like if I didn't run, I was just a waste of talent and I thought I can get some money for it. So, you know, I ended up succeeding in doing that. Um, but really why I picked Gannon, this is going to be so weird. Gannon was like one of the last schools I looked at. Um, and I knew it was going to be up in Erie. So I knew it was going to be snowy. And I was, I, I remember freshman year telling the guys, like, if it snows, like before my birthday, I'm transferring out. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting out of here. I can't, I can't be doing that. Um, but no, one of the real reasons I came to Gannon was, um, I had, um, a friend that I went to high school with, he was two years ahead of us. He ran for Gannon. So like, I knew he was going to be there. Um, but I actually came on my visit and I was visiting the uh, business building in Gannon and the entrepreneurship professor. Um, he was really one of the main reasons I came, um, and actually committed to Gannon, um, and the team GPA was always pretty high again. And so I, I figured that. I would have a good balance between schooling and running. Um, and I think it overall worked out, but yeah, if that answered your question, I can't remember what the question was. Yeah, that's why we went to Canada. All right, so I I went to prep, which is in Erie as well. Um, it's right down the block from Gannon, but I'm from Oil City, which is an hour and a half south. I would drive up every day and uh, it was a bit of a grind. I, the kids at school kind of were like, why do you do this? But prep education. It was very much so worth it. And, uh, so in high school, I was a three sport athlete. I ran cross in the fall. I wrestled, um, pretty much all year other than cross country season and then did track in the spring. And I was pretty set on wrestling in college. I had, um, uh, I had a couple offers from all these like D2 schools. I could walk on to a couple D1 schools and, uh, I pretty much had my heart set on Virginia tech. I was like, I'm going to go to Virginia tech. And then like, I started thinking about it more and I was like, I'm not really going to be able to compete there. Like I'll be able to go, they'll give me a couple like gimme matches. Like they're going to, a match they're going to win. They're like, all right, this kid's a senior. Let's give him a match. Like just out of pity. Cause he's never wrestled a match in his life. And I'm just like, I don't want that. And for me trying to go to med school after this, I need to be able to stand out at my school and like, kind of, it's like the, be the big fish in the small pond or be a normal, like a pretty decent sized fish in a huge pond. I can stand out a lot more at this small school. And um, I wasn't really even looking about running. And one of my teammates from high school ran here. And I texted him and was like, hey, like, like we ran about the same times in high school. I was like, do you think, like, could I get some money if I came here and ran? And he was like, sure, let me talk to coach. So talk to the coach. I signed May 1st, which for anyone that signed for athletics knows that's like the last date you can sign. Like I was like, it was like midnight. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fill this thing out. My mom's like, are you sure this is what you want to do? I'm like, yeah, I already sent the paper and it's too late now. So I signed, come here. I was an all right runner in high school and I was like, yeah, I'll give it a try. Came in and was just surrounded by just, this team's going to go down to something special for Gannon's history. So we're the biggest class in our school, like for our school's history, we have what? Like nine, we start with nine kids in our class, which is huge because our team only had like a dozen kids on it last year. And like, so our freshman year, we were lucky enough to be around um, our school's first elite, elite 90 athlete, which is, um, he means he has the highest GPA at, if you compete at nationals, 
Um, he was like the smartest kid in our conference. He won, he won our conference. He was like the smartest kid in the region. He's just the smartest kid in the country. And our team is known for being one of the smartest teams in the country as well for men's cross country. We got second last year. We've gotten first the past three years other than that. So like we, that's just kind of something our coach really holds us up to and like make sure we hit study tables and get after that. So that was definitely an enticing factor to go after that. But now just being here and being around these guys, it's everyone's opened up and has become a lot better of a runner and I would say student altogether just because that's what everyone else is worried about. Everyone else has those common goals. Everyone else is going and doing like the big things and you don't want to be left behind. You just kind of just get used to it and that's whatever, see what everyone else is doing. You're just going to follow the leader. Well, that's awesome. It seems like you guys are being really doing a great job running and academic wise, which is awesome. Like true testament of a student athlete, I think just not necessarily what you're doing on the field, but what you do off the field um, with your podcast and what you guys are doing academically sounds, sounds like you guys are doing a really good job, whether it's, you know, you guys or you guys' team, it's uh, that's, that's pretty sweet. But um, Alex and I actually went to kind of prep. He was a little class. He graduated in 19 and I graduated in 18. Um, so that's how I know Alex. Um, I think we were in a class to get one or two classes together or whatever. Um, but I, I always thought Alex would be, like I said, I always thought Alex would be a, some sort of a division one or division two wrestler. Um, he always seemed like that was where he wanted to go and, and he was really good at it. So I thought, I always thought, I was surprised that you went again and I was like whoa I, I would have not guessed that I would guess what he would have gone to somewhere like I said a, a bigger school even in a division or even like wrestled at Gannon or something like that and when you when you said you were running cross country I was like so super surprised yeah so I actually I didn't go on a single cross country visit anywhere all my visits were wrestling I didn't really even think about running in college I was so my whole like college or my whole high school career my the high school coach, the girls coach for our high school, um, we have a sister school and she's a very talented runner. She was, she won a national championship, division one national championship when she was in college. And um, her kids have gone on to go to D1 colleges. She's, she's very good. She's bred a lot of success at her team, but she'd always tell me, she's like, I think you need to pick running. Like you're very talented at running. You're a good wrestler, but I think you're naturally better as a runner. And if you, cause I wouldn't invest any time into running cause wrestling was my baby. I loved wrestling. That's what I'd done since I was little. Um, that's just running was just kind of another thing I was good at. And I just did kind of on the side. It was like a side hustle and wrestling was like the main gig, but I kind of just worked around it. And I was like, all right, I guess this is, this is what I'll do. And then I was like, I started thinking about going to Gannon. And um, for people that don't know, for child sisters, Gannon, it has an expensive sticker price to private school. It looks like it costs a lot, but they throw a ton of money to their kids. Like they give it like you get, if you basically, if you take the SAT, they'll give you like 20 grand. So that automatically almost knocks the price in half. And then if you're from Erie County and all this, you went to an Erie high school, they just start adding on all this money. So by the time I got my, like my tuition thing, and I was like, I can't turn that down. Like the price, it, it, it was just the best option for me. And I think that's why a lot of people come here, especially for athletics. Like it's a great school. It's a, but the value is even better. Like you're not going to pay a whole, whole lot. It's going to look like you are like when you start out, but once everything kind of ticks down and you get to the end of it, you see that it's definitely gonna be worth it. And you're going to get a hell of an education for, for what you're paying. So also I have a question because I never, I never get your guys' mindset. Why do you guys, why do you guys like to run? Like, why do you, why'd you pick a sport where you just run? I was thought I was like, man, I was, I always, I always watch like a lot of the track or cross country people. I'm like, there, I see them running around campus. I'm like, 
why do you like how's that fun <laughs> for anybody because I would be completely miserable I would think I don't think I'd get out of bed in the morning knowing that I got to run a bunch of miles today I think for me I started running because I I was a big basketball player and I ran cross country to get in shape for basketball because I, I I couldn't score very often I wasn't that good at scoring but I you know, I, I played good defense, so I wanted to be in shape so I, where I could just be running up and down the court and they wouldn't have to take me out. Um, but then it, it ended up being for me, like, I would never start for basketball. I was probably like our ninth man or something. But I went out for cross country my seventh grade year, and I was the second best kid on the team. And um, then I ended up quitting basketball going into high school and um, uh, qualified for state three years in a row. Um, and then I kind of like clicked, like I could do this in college. I can continue running. And, um, it just was probably the best investment of my time, um, for the future. Definitely running was. I don't have a good answer for this. Everyone asks me this all the time. And I'm just like, there's something about like running to cult, like the people that are in they they like, they keep the people that are in they're, they're tight. Like you have like that special bond with somebody. And if you can go on a run with them, like we were just talking, we need the conversations you have on a run are just like, they're special. Like they're, so for us, we always do our long runs on Sundays. So whatever you did on Saturday night, everyone goes, does their own thing, whatever. By the time everyone gets back on Sunday morning, we go for our long run. Sometimes we go for 13, like if we're in a normal season, that's what we'll go for a half marathon on Sunday mornings. And um, like that run, you're out there, you're, you're just cruising along and the only way you're going to get through that run is if you just start hanging out with the guys. It's just more time to hang out. Like you just got to start talking. You just, it, it's, it's just like adults when they just like sit around at a bar and talk. That's what it is for us. We just get to go out, run. We get to hang out with the guys. We just talk, whatever comes up. That's where we hash out all of our ideas. I know a lot of guys on our team. That's just like, that's how they get away from everything. If they're stressed, they go for a run. That's just what's natural to them. That, that's what's comfortable for them. That's where they feel at peace. And I feel like that's how it is for a lot of people. It's, a, it's like a spiritual thing. Honestly, at that point, it's just something that it just makes you feel a certain way. And you do get that kind of like big league feeling like, all right, I know I can do something that a lot of people can't. So it makes you feel a little special. Hmm. I, I guess I understand it somewhat now. I just still, I still don't get like why, like, I hate, like, I don't like running. Like, I couldn't run for anything over a mile. Like, I I won't do that. Like, it's just not why. Like, it's just like, and I understand, like, if for some people, they have different hobbies and stuff. And that's what, if that's what you like to do, man, you know, good for you. I just could never understand it. Like, I, I can, I can see it now that you talk about it and, and how, how people can escape from it. Cause like, I do have different hobbies and things that I escape from that people might not understand that. So I guess I can understand that from that point, but I could just never understand why you would put that much, I guess, energy or like, I guess, soreness or hurt into like your legs or like, or your knees or whatever you're doing. You know, Cause I just like, every time I would run for a long period of time, that's, that's what would happen to me. Yeah. Well, I would say another thing for me is like, it doesn't matter. Nothing else matters when you run, like, especially for now at college where they have to like you pick your teams and that's who's running. You know, there's no politics. There's no anything like my girlfriend's on the soccer team and she's always like all butt her when she doesn't get to play. Like I know if I'm playing, I put the quirk in, I put the time in 
I beat all these other guys and I'm the guy that gets the run. I'm, or I earned that spot. There's no guessing, picking. There's no, this guy, what, like this guy's dad knows this guy, whatever it's whoever runs the fastest time, whoever makes their legs run the fastest, whoever puts one foot in front of the other fastest, whoever can get out there and get it done is who gets like that. That's who gets the spot. And like, now we're at the point where it's not just like in high school, you're like, all right, that guy, he's naturally talented, whatever. He's just fast. Now you're at the point where if somebody's winning something, you're just like, all right, that's a bad man right there. Like that dude is, he's nuts. He's crazy. Like to be able to run that fast, he obviously can just turn off what hurts. He knows how to just get out there and get work done. And it's a bad guy. So that, that's another thing for me that I think is just like, it's all natural. It's not talent. It's not skill. It's not anything. It's just you and the work you put in and it directly shows. Yeah. That's what makes it easy for you guys is that like track and then those sports, like even like you could say golf or, or, or even a little bit of tennis is like, it's so individually based where like there's certain stats like golf, like, Oh, I shoot this score or like, and track I run this time cross country I run this time where it's like you can't there's no favoritism really it's just like you whoever runs the fastest that's who's gonna run or who's gonna play like there's no like if ands and buts about that which probably makes it a lot less stressful on you guys um there's probably other stressors but um literally knowing whether every time whether you're knowing uh you're gonna be able to compete or not in each each race i mean you already know that you're going to be one of those guys because of the one the time and effort you've put in but also the times that you've put in prior to that meet so i know another thing for like for my girlfriend one thing she always talks about for soccer she's like she sees like people out on the field or whatever, like people that she thinks she should be playing over. And she was like, well, I know like I'm better than them or I think they're better than them. the coach just doesn't see it. Like for us, if you're better than them, beat them. Like, it's not that hard. Just be in front of them at the end of the race. That's so true. That's so true. Um, you guys talked a little bit about like different sports and, and growing up and, and playing different things. Do you think playing those other sports helps you kind of one figure out, oh, I want to run, but two, also help you perform at your high level, who, somebody who just might just be a runner. Does it hurt you? Or what do you, what do you guys think? Um, so I know, I know for you with wrestling, like that definitely helped you. For me, I, I played basketball and baseball. So like that, you know, doesn't do a whole lot, but like I do know a lot of like runners who strictly run and they're, you know, they're good, but they're not always as good as somebody who is like a multi-sport athlete. Like in my high school, my junior year, um, our whole entire varsity team, we finished fifth in Ohio. Um, everybody on the varsity team played basketball and then quit right before high school. Everybody. So we had kind of had like a weird like superstition that like you needed to, like our coaches needed to like look at the middle school basketball team and recruit the kids who suck. <laughs> but still like want to play and get them to run cross country. That was like kind of like our like superstition. Yeah, I would say it depends on the person entirely. Like for me, I did a sport where I wrestled, which I think, I don't think there's anything better for a kid. You're going to learn so many life lessons in wrestling that like it, it's, it's a very valuable thing. But then like one of our roommates, his whole family's runners. He grew up running. He grew up going to every track race. He grew up going to all the state competitions. He's seen the best runners in the state 
for the past 15 years. Like he's, he lives running. That's his thing. He's always done running. He did a couple other sports in high school, but like that was just like, there were hobbies. They weren't, he wasn't doing that. He wasn't putting the time in. He was just doing that because that's what his buddies were doing or that's what he wanted to do with his spare time. But like he was, he's fully committed to running and he, he's gotten to the point now where he's put in so much work that it's really starting to blossom because he's just been grinding for years and years and years. Do you, so guys tired of, do you guys ever get tired of just burnt out of running or anything like that? Is there, do you go through periods and times where you want to run every day, but do you also get like, like weeks where you're like, man, I don't even want to, I barely want to walk. Like <laughs> I, over the summer, <laughs> yeah, last summer, I probably took like the two COVID and, summer. The COVID summer, I probably took two and a half months of running off. And then my coach is like, oh, by the way, we're racing next week. I hadn't run months. And I was like, oh, because I, I, it was, it wasn't like I was hurt. I simply just didn't care. And I didn't want to run. Like I, I felt like I had a good freshman year and I put in a ton of work um, going into that spring track season. I was in really good shape. Like that's all I wanted to do was race. And then they sent us on for COVID and that like completely like ruined my mindset towards running so that like next summer i was training but like uh when we got the news that like we weren't having an official season i completely shut down and i didn't start running again until like september so um yeah there's definitely been times where i just haven't run i just because i didn't want to yeah no i i had kind of the same and also the opposite thing for john so me and him were in the same boat our coach was like all right meeting tonight six o'clock we're going to talk about our season. So at that point we hadn't run for the day and we're like, we're waiting for this meeting to figure out if we need to run for today. Cause if we, coach tells us we're not having, we're not running in the fall, I'm not going for a run today. So coach is like, all right, like season, we don't know what's going on, but it's not happening. So me and John were like, all right, well, we're not running today. So we took that day off and I probably took a week off and my summer was okay. I came in, um, I, I had an okay, uh, base underneath me and um for people that aren't runners pretty much to train to be able to run well in the fall you need to run hard from the middle of end of may to the day you come to school in august like you need to train hard all summer i'm talking probably minimum of eight miles a day it, well that's what and then you need added workouts and all their long runs and all other kinds of stuff it's just going to build up so for training you want to like basically kind of build this like mountain you want to start off you're going to start off kind of slow you just kind of track season you're not running as high mileage you're trying to run faster so now you just start building that mileage up and you're going to start like we're at a point now where we're running like 30 40 miles a week um when we start up and we're going to by the end of the summer we're going to be at we're going to be running 70 miles a week so at that point i was running okay i probably was running 50 i was kind of in the middle somewhere i wasn't entirely prepared and we had two races just inner squad stuff like i mentioned and it was okay, but that lit a fire underneath me because I was like, all right, I know I should be running better. So I came in and I grinded, I grinded all winter. Um, like after we got sent home or after, um, the end of the semester started grinding really hard, um, in December and January. And then, um, by the time we came in, uh, a lot of the guys hadn't really trained. They just kind of, um, they just kind of took their break and I, I really started to pop off in a couple of the races and the coach was like, damn, what, what did you do? And I was like, I just kept at it. I was like, I was tired. Like I, I, cause I, in those races, I was getting seven and 
for cross country, they only run seven guys. And I knew we had a couple guys that weren't even running in those races that were going to beat me. Anyways, they were just hurt at that point. I was like, so right now, realistically, I'm 10th on this team. If I want to be able to travel to these races, I need to start picking it up. So I picked it up and I actually had a pretty successful spring season, but like a lot of the guys are at the point where they're like, all right, I'm going to take some time off, but I'm still riding this high where I had a pretty good season and actually ended with a terrible track race this last weekend. So I have that, that fueling me. So I would be there. There's times you just lose inspiration, but like, if you put like, there's times also when you just have a bad race or you want, you have a point to prove and you just get after it. Yeah. How, how mental is, is running? I feel like it's a lot of mental because of being able to push yourself because it's nobody's really pushing you. You kind of got to push yourself. Um, how mental is, you know, your guys a sport? I, I'm going to say 95%. Yeah. Cause I would say at the, the level we're at pretty much everyone has the same training. doesn't matter. Everyone's like each school is going to have their own like training thing. They're going to do a little differently, but for the most part, they're going to, everyone is in the same shape. Everyone's in this, everyone can run the same time. It's just who's willing to hurt more. Like for our conference race, my goal wasn't a time. My goal was I want to finish in pain because that's how I know I put it all out there. If I run comfortably, I'm going to run in an okay time. But if I'm willing to put in the hurt, that's when I'm going to lay down a good time. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. I, I mean, I always say it's pretty much everybody has the same training, but it's who's tougher. That's and whoever's tougher finishes faster. They cross the line first. That's, I always thought that. I always thought like whoever can just would they leave everything on what what they got, you know, on the on the on the track or in the race or whatever it is. Because I always thought, you know, why not just like would it just be dead like afterwards and then stuff like that? Because you see that like with people running those marathons and and whatever at crazy amount of at, at crazy paces um it's just it's incredible like I, I always forget how mental like when i even start like when i'm doing conditioning or stuff like that it's even just like how it's all mental it's not even you know i'm able to do everything that my coach or whoever's making the plan you know able to do i'm, I'm able to do it every time it's just whether i want i'm mentally ready to to, to push through. Yeah. Well, for me, uh, like I said, wrestling, I learned a lot from there about the mental aspect of competing and like kind of holding your cards back. You don't want to show everyone what how your emotions, because once they see your emotions, they know exactly what you're going to do. But um, for me, and uh, Tyler knows this, but uh, Tyler had a classmate, uh, Ian. He was on my wrestling team uh, and he wrestled at the world team, world team, quali- world team qualifiers. And um, he was going to make the team, but he got injured. He was actually paralyzed, and now he's in a wheelchair and can't walk. And um, on my spikes, all my, all my running shoes, I wrote, be a dog. That was, like, his hashtag to use. And um, kid's super inspirational. He he's, he does amazing work. But um, so I have that written on my spikes. And every time, whenever I'm, I just don't want to go for a run or I'm not really feeling it, I'm like, all right, I would be cheating him. Because I know, like if, like, if he had that chance to go for a run, like, I'm just like, oh, I don't really feel like it. Like, what he would do to walk, what he would do to run, what he would do to run this race right now, he would do anything. So I'm like, I have to be able to put that out there. Like, because it's not just him. There's tons of people like that. And I'm just talented enough. And I've been given that that ability to be able to do it. So I got to go do it for those people, at least. I 100% agree. I think it's so important finding, 
finding your why and why you do things because at the end of the day it'll just push you to do even better and greater things and and out of all out of, out of most of my whys he's one of the, I have a couple of whys and he's one of them um the reason why I, I do what I do I think from whether it's every day or in that classroom or you know, on the field or whatever it is you know like kind of think back and like Ian was one of the hardest working kids I've ever known in my life crazy son of a gun you know like he's a psychopath love the kid great psycho pretty much <laughs> and, you know I love Ian to death um I love having him on the show show um for sure um but he's doing great things down in Miami and 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 stuff and he's he's took the mindset of he's not going to let something something in his life happen and make it make it define him he's going to define his life he's not going to let that define him which I think is so great and what he's doing down there and you know like I said I hope I can get him on the podcast here soon yeah no he he's a he's a big inspiration for me and I I kind of brought that onto the team too we did a run in the fall um we ran from our campus to his hometown northeast which is 18 miles well we thought went into it thinking it was gonna be 15 and uh we got about 50 miles out we're like oh we almost here and we're like oh we got a more miles to go this is going to be interesting so that was that was definitely something that got the boys going but definitely an inspiration source for the whole team as well here too that's awesome that's awesome um before we wrap things up guys um just a little bit go just talk a little bit again about your podcast and um where people can listen what you guys talk about and uh you know you know your why on on your podcast again all right cool um so it's running the world podcast. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at RTW underscore podcast. Um, and we, we post our content everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, Apple music. I think those are the yeah. If you hit the um, link in our bio on Instagram, it opens up our website and it has all the places we're available. We're on Apple music. We're on Spotify, the two big ones, but we're on, I think 11 different audio platforms um, as well as YouTube. John does a killer job with the YouTube videos. So Go show those some love. Um, we just talk about everything. We talk about being student athletes. We talk about um, just random stuff. <laughs> we, we'll just try random things and record our reactions because we like to think we're funny. Um, we'll talk about whatever's going on in the world. Last week we talked about um, the boxing match and we talked about um, all the stuff that's going on with uh, what was going on with the Super League for soccer and um, we talk a lot about UFC, not a lot, but whenever like there's a UFC event, we always spend a couple minutes uh, recapping that. If you didn't want to spend the 50 bucks, we'll save you 50 bucks every week and uh, give you a little rundown of what happened. Um, yeah, we just talk about a little bit of everything. Our podcast, we're, we're a very open platform. Um, we're always willing to accept, accept DMs. We'll throw up on our story before we uh, get into the booth and we're like, hey, what do you guys want to hear from us this week? What do you want us to talk about? Um, we're very fan driven. Whatever people want us to talk about, we'll We'll research it up and uh, show it some love. For the people. That's what I like to say. The for the, for the people, man. That's Absolutely. 100% for the people, whatever they want to hear, man. I'm, I'm okay. But, guys, don't forget to check those guys out, man. They're doing some great stuff. 
um, content they're creating. It's a lot of fun. Interesting, man. You can get anywhere from crazy to fun to, you know, very serious stuff. It's, it's a vast variety of things, kind of whatever mood you're in, you know, they got something for you. So don't be afraid to check those guys out. And guys, again, thanks for coming on the uh, podcast. You know, I was an honor to have you guys on. I love, I love your content, what you guys do and keep it up. And, uh, you know, if I don't talk to you guys before next fall, good luck next fall. And, and you know, you know, run your legs off. You know what I'm saying? So. Thanks buddy. You too. I, uh, I'll keep your, I keep an eye out for you on ESPN somewhere. All right. Maybe, maybe a couple. <laughs> of never know. All right. Well guys, again, thanks for coming on and don't forget to check these guys out and, and guys don't forget to check those guys. Don't forget to check our, 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 our podcast out the TO show. Um, sure. don't forget to subscribe and like, uh, to the channel and whatnot. Uh, and, uh, for next episode, see you guys. Peace. Peace. Peace.